Anyway. Isaiah chapter 59. <clears throat> this passage came up this week and I just feel like it needs to be said, preached on. Behold, the Lord's hand is not shortened that it cannot save. Neither is ear heavy that it cannot hear. But your iniquities have separated between you and your God, and your sins have hid his face from you that he will not hear. For your hands are defiled with blood, and your fingers with iniquity. Your lips have spoken lies, your tongue hath muttered perverseness. None calleth for justice, nor any pleadeth for truth. They trust in vanity and speak lies. They conceive mischief and bring forth iniquity. They hatch cockatrice's eggs and weave the spider's web. He that eateth of their eggs dieth. And that which is crushed breaketh out into a viper. Their webs shall not become garments. Neither shall they cover themselves with their works. Their works are works of iniquity, and the act of violence is in their hands. Their feet run to evil, and they make haste to shed innocent blood. Their thoughts are thoughts of iniquity. Wasting and destruction are in their paths. The way of peace they know not, and there is no judgment in their goings. They have made them crooked paths. Whosoever goeth therein shall not know peace. Therefore is judgment far from us, neither doth justice overtake us. We wait for light, but behold obscurity. We are for brightness, but we walk in darkness. We grope for the wall like the blind, and we grope as if we had no eyes. We stum stumble at noonday as in the night. We are in desolate places as dead men. We roar all like bears and mourn sore like doves. We look for judgment, but there is none. For salvation, but it is far off from us. For our transgressions are multiplied before thee, and our sins testify against us. For our transgressions are with us, and as for our iniquities, we know them. In transgressing and lying against the Lord, and departing away from our God, speaking oppression and revolt, conceiving and uttering from the heart words of falsehood, and judgment is turned away backward, and justice standeth afar off, for truth is fallen in the street, and equity cannot enter. Yea, truth faileth, and he that departeth from evil maketh himself a prey, and the Lord saw it, and it displeased him that there was no judgment." May the Lord add his blessings to the reading of his word. Amen. Our country, I guess the world, is embroiled in a celebration all this month. I believe it's the History Channel. The Discovery Channel, and I don't know about any other channels, but I've seen them. 
about all you see on it is pride. This is the month of pride. This is the month for homosexuals, LGBTQ, to be proud of being abominations. They're getting ready to have parades. All over. If you enjoy watching some male species dress up like a woman and dance and parade around, you better check yourself out before God. That's not harmless entertainment. You know, back over in Deuteronomy, old timers, I never did get, get that way. But a lot of the old time pastors, even around here, they absolutely went to seed on preaching that a woman can't wear slacks. When I came out to this church, soon be 51 years ago, some of the women told me that if they saw a woman wearing a pair of slacks, they immediately said that she couldn't be saved. The scriptures were not talking about that. What they were talking about is what you see today called female impersonation and male impersonation. Women cutting their hair off looking like men. And men trying, or I hate to use the word man. There ain't no man that wants to dress up and look like a woman. If he does that, he's already given over to the homosexual side. It's just amazing. The depths where we've gone. I mean... If you, I don't know if you've seen it on any other channel or not, but I mean the commercials are there round the clock. And they got these diabolical looking people. I, do I care what they hear from me? I want them to hear the truth from me. And God says it's an abomination. From, and then we've got our Supreme Court that has said it's legitimate. Well, that woman up there in Moorhead went to jail because she wouldn't give licenses to two men to get married. They're not men. They're perverts. But our Supreme Court, ain't nothing supreme about them, decided they can completely Turn upside down everything God said. God made man and he made woman. And he put them together as marriage. A man and a woman. Not two men and not two women. 
you may have a marriage license. And incidentally, that's why I don't have much respect for a marriage license now. Because the same government that issues a marriage license for you to marry legitimately also issues one for two men to marry or two women to marry. I think it needs to be more okayed by the church. Then you won't have that garbage. Will I marry two of them? Not on yours, my, or anybody else's life. They're not big enough to make me do that. Well, don't you want them in your church? Not as members. If they want to come and sit and listen, they're welcome to. Amen. But you can't join our church and be in that, that so-called lifestyle. Amen. Paul said in the Corinthians, he says, such were some of you. Anyway, the problem here is Israel. Isaiah prophesied approximately 700 years before Christ. So now we've got the northern kingdom has already been taken captive, 722. And the southern kingdom is going to last till 586, which means, what's that, 124 more years, something about that? But they're not going to take a lesson at the northern kingdom. And then they're going to be taken in captivity. So what Isaiah is talking, he's talking to the northern kingdom already in captivity, but he's also talking to the southern kingdom. Now why are we having all these troubles? You know, I don't watch news much anymore. But I watched a little bit. And you know, my bottle's leaking. Anyway, uh, I watched the business news of Fox and the fellow from England. I can't think of his name right now, but he's a good, good business reporter. And you know, in California, some parts of California, gasoline's already almost ten dollars a gallon. It's all over. It's over eight dollars a gallon. But in some parts, it's all, almost $10 a gallon. And diesel fuel is over $10 to $11 a gallon. <clears throat> Inflation is everything. It's just, they say double. No, no, we're talking about triple. Even for us, gasoline, it's $580 now. Isn't that what it is? Something like that. $570 or $580 all over. Well, I remember it was $1.65 when President Trump was in. Oh, that's way over double. That's triple. Since Joe Biden stole the presidency. But what they're saying is there's nobody in his administration that knows what to do about anything. And what they're going to do is going to turn us into Venezuela. He's got nobody knows what, they don't know what they're doing up there. And these people elected them. They shouldn't have had that many votes they got, but they got those stole the election. They didn't like the way Donald Trump talked. But Donald Trump had everything going. 
And that's why it's Donald Trump's fault, because he shouldn't have showed us what a real president can do. Then we wouldn't be so mad at Joe Biden. But look, these people in Israel, why are we having all these troubles? Lord, bless our country. I hear it all the time. All Second Chronicles 7.14 does not apply to this country in any way, shape, matter, or form. This does, but that doesn't. Let me tell you why. When it's Second Chronicles 7.14, when Solomon is dedicating the temple, that whole nation was dedicating the temple, the temple of God, and the offerings and, and all is just unbelievable the amount of offerings and everything and that they were all together in unity on that all I hear is people you know, pray, pray for our country pray for our why are we like this why are we having all this why are we murdering all these babies why are we doing all that the Lord's hand is not shortened that it cannot save there's no problem with God. You ever hear somebody say, well, I feel for you, but I just can't reach you. My reach is not enough, not long enough. Let me tell you that God's reach is quite long enough to reach whomsoever and whatsoever he deems to reach. So there's been nothing happened with God. But you look at our country. You look at them. Wallering in the streets. Men with men. Women with women. Men so called. Dressing like women. They praise and parade them into our libraries. Public libraries. And have those. Demons. Read to our little children. Who in the world. Ever come up with that. Neither his ear. God doesn't have ears like I've got. So when the Lord doesn't hear that, let me tell you what, there's nothing that happens that the Lord doesn't hear. He doesn't miss any sounds. Now his ear is not heavy that it cannot hear. Does, does the Lord hear a sinner's prayer? The Lord hears everything. Does he communicate with a sinner. I don't think so. Ah. Now we get to the problem. We don't find the problem in God. His arm hadn't been shortened. His ear hadn't been made heavy. But your iniquities. Have separated between you. And your God. And your sins have hid his face from you. You have done a thing to God. Your sins have gotten in your face and hid you from God. God hadn't changed a bit. He's the same yesterday, today, and forever. And there's not even a shadow of turning with God. Oh, 
your sins have hid his face from you. That's why you can't see it. And look at this. It said up there in verse 1, his ear hadn't been made heavy that he cannot hear. Oh, but down here he says, because of your sins, he will not hear. For your hands are defiled with blood. I've done everything in my power to keep from any way, shape, matter, or form supporting baby murder. I have not knowingly ever voted for a Democrat. The top plank in the Democrat Party is baby murder. Matter of fact, all my mother's a Democrat. If my mother was a Democrat running for president, I would campaign against her. I don't love my mother more than I love God. And I'll not turn against God for anybody kin to me. Your hands are defiled with blood. And if you're in any way supporting it, if you're in any way supporting voting for one of them devils, we got one in Frankfurt. The first thing he did when he got into office was open up the abortion clinics. Governor Bevan had had them all but one closed. Some of these states have passed anti-abortion laws. But all of these judges that Bill Clinton and Barack Obama appointed, they jump in there and block those moves. We've got one in Kentucky. But we need to get rid of that thing that's in office. Say, well, what about somebody really a good father? I want somebody that knows the Lord. Amen. I want somebody that understands what baby murder is about. Anyway. Your hands are defiled with blood, your fingers with iniquity. Your lips have spoken lies. And your tongue hath muttered perverseness. That's, that's worldwide, nationwide, statewide. Countywide. Spoken lies. These school teachers that pass on what the school books say. The Big Bang. Pond scum. Elephants and mosquitoes are related. T-Rex, the dinosaur, evolved into Kentucky Fried Chicken. Now, I know it's, it's so absolutely ridiculous 
But how many people are speaking those lies? God couldn't be any plainer in his word. In the beginning, God created. Bahra made something from nothing. You've even got falsely professed believers that say, oh, well, we're misreading that Bible. They're lying. You don't have to be a mental heavyweight to know what Genesis 1-1 says. And it couldn't be, look at Exodus 20 real quick. They want to pick on Genesis. Exodus 20. Verse 8. Remember the Sabbath day to keep it holy. Six days shalt thou labor and do all thy work. But the seventh day... Is the Sabbath of the Lord thy God. In it thou shalt do no work. Thou nor thy son. Nor thy daughter, thy manservant. Nor thy maidservant, nor thy cattle, nor thy strangers with the gates. For. Because. In six days, the Lord made heaven and earth, the sea, and all that in them is, and rested the seventh day. Wherefore, the Lord blessed the Sabbath day and hallowed it. I don't care how many degrees you've got. You can't make that verse say anything but what it says. It couldn't be any plainer. And it absolutely goes right along with Genesis 1-1. The whole chapters. In six days. Oh, well you got to make those days mean longer. Do it right there. For some reason, day means day everywhere in the Bible except Genesis one and Jonah and Matthew. In Genesis, they take the day to mean millions of years. And in Jonah and Matthew, they take day to mean not nearly 24 hours. They do it one way. Unbelievable. And the other day, oh, it doesn't mean that long. That's so they won't have to give up their Easter. If they agreed that what, what the Bible says, that Jonah was in the belly of the whale three days and three nights, they couldn't celebrate Easter with the rest of the world. Baptists do that too. Then bad mouth 
everybody else because they won't, they won't believe that Genesis, the first chapter is talking about 24-hour days. Your tongue hath muttered perverseness, your lips have spoken lies, and they're spoken all over. Well, you see, now they tell us they've got a the King or the Queen James Bible. See, they have to change the Bible in order to get involved in religion. Why do they want to get involved in it? Because it's something that they want to get into. Because they like all of the fluff. You know, the masses and all of that. All the fancy stuff they do. Which is not in the New Testament, but it's, that's what they do. Anyway. None calleth for justice. We've given up the death penalty. How can a man... Choke his wife to death. And the evidence proves that he's been abusing her for some time. And they finally take him to trial and they try him for second degree murder. How's, how's that second degree murder? And then he gets 20 years of life and gets paroled at about 8. Do we think that's justice? Of course not. Or a serial murderer. They get him on death row and he's bleeding heart liberal holy dog Joes. Oh, it's cruel and unusual punishment, but you can't put them to death. And so then they abolish the death penalty, and then they get, get out into prison. Well, by that time, they've already turned queer, to be honest about it. And they're happy with that life, because they get to go on and live their life while everybody they murdered has been in the grave. God said, Whoso sheddeth man's blood, by man shall his blood be shed. But they lie and say the Bible teaches against them. Anybody says the Bible doesn't teach capital punishment, they're a liar. Amen. They hatch cockatrice eggs. Asp. Adders. Extremely poisonous snakes. That's why they say Cleopatra committed suicide after Mark Antony committed suicide. She took a snake, an asp, and let it bite her. You die immediately. And not much pain connected with it. Rattlesnake bites you. If you don't get treatment for it, you hurt a lot. But that's what this is. A cockatrice, it's an egg-laying snake. Pythons are egg-laying snakes. Oh. The works that they're doing. They're creating cockatrice eggs. Everything they're doing. 
is going to cause bad troubles for us. Everything they're doing. And they weave the spider's web. Now there's nothing wrong with the spider's web. A spider spins a web and always does a good job of it. And it accomplishes exactly what that spider needs it to accomplish. It feeds him. I don't particularly like a spider. And I see a spider's web, I generally knock it down. There's one gets on that mailbox out there. Every time I go to it, he's got one out there and I knock it down. He go or she goes back, spins it again just like it did before. You can't you can't deter that spider. But anyway, what in the world's a man doing weaving a spider's whip? All oh, the politicians say we're gonna do something to help you. Yeah, they're weaving a spider's web. How many clothes are you gonna make out of that? None. He that eateth of their egg dieth. And that which is crushed breaketh out into a viper. If it's a young enough egg, you bust it. That'll get you. You can't eat that. If it's a lot later egg, you break it. Those little, those little dudes come out and bite you and kill you. And that's what he's saying. Everything that you say you're accomplishing, you're creating more poison to kill us all and less for, for us to have. Oh. Hold your place there. Go back to Romans. Chapter 3. Paul says in verse 15, talking about the Gentiles, which show the work of the law written in their hearts, their conscience also bearing witness, their thoughts, the meanwhile accusing or else excusing one another. In that day when God shall judge the secrets of men by Jesus Christ, according to my gospel. No, I'm in chapter 2, chapter 3. Thank the Lord for glasses. I can finally see something. Chapter 3, verse 15. Yeah. Their feet are swift to shed blood. There you go. Destruction and misery are in their ways, and the way of peace have they not known. There's no fear of God before their eyes. Now go back to Isaiah 59. Their feet run to evil. They make haste to shed innocent blood. Their thoughts are thoughts of iniquity. Wasting and destruction are in their paths. I tell you if you if any of you ever watched that view, I don't watch it. I know what it is. You ought not to watch it. A bunch of filth on there, and those people absolutely spread their lies and destruction towards God, towards Jesus Christ, towards the Bible, towards believers. The way of peace they know not, and there is no judgment in their goings. 
They have made them crooked paths. Whosoever goeth therein shall not know peace. Paul kind of quotes this in Romans 3 there. Therefore is judgment far from us. Why? Because we've run it away. Neither doth justice overtake us. We wait for light, but behold obscurity. For brightness, but we walk in darkness. We grope for the wall like the blind. We grope as if we had no eyes. People don't know where they are and what they're doing. We stumble at noonday as in the night. We are in desolate places as dead men. We roar all like bears and mourn sore like doves. We all need counsel. That's why all of these preachers and these big congregations, you listen to them. They're counseling everybody. They're not preaching the gospel. They're not preaching the whole council. They're counseling everybody how to be happy, how to be successful. That's what they're doing. And that's what people are flocking to. We don't need what you've got. You tell us we're lost and on our way to hell and deserve to go. And all the hope we've got is in the blood of the Lord Jesus Christ. I'll quit here in just a second. For our transgressions are multiplied before thee. Our sins testify against us, and boy, do they ever. For our transgressions are with us, and as for our iniquities, we know them. In transgressing and lying against the Lord, that's all that's going on out here. And departing away from our God, speaking oppression and revolt, conceiving, conceiving and uttering from the heart, Words of falsehood. And judgment is turned away backward. And justice standeth afar off. For truth is fallen in the street. And equity cannot enter. Now let me tell you about that word equity. That means uprightness. That means uprightness. Walking right before God. But the liberals are using that word equity now. And they're using it in this standpoint. We're going to change the law that we can override the laws that you've got on the books. And do what we want to do. That's what they're calling equity. God says truth is falling in the street. Now that applies to the country. We claim this country started by believers, came out of the Bible and did. We're a long ways from that now. Let's all stand.